ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and uh, uh, to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial, family, and evangelistic service, family members. This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the Scripture and the Sense podcast, episode number 1006, where I simply read the Word of God and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source, which as rather such as the Bible knowledge commentary, the BKC, or the Matthew Henry commentary, or some other uh, authoritative uh, commentary or study Bible. My beloved, this podcast is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 8, where it says, Ezra and the Levites read in the book, in the law of God, distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. So the aim of this podcast is that through the simple reading of the Word of God and the giving of the sense of it, it is my humble prayer that the church would be revived and that the world would be awakened and saved from the wrath of God to come by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ who said the most important words in the history of the world for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Today my beloved we're reading Matthew chapter 1 verses 1 through 17. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham begot Isaac, and Isaac begot Jacob, and Jacob begot Judas and his brethren. And Judas begot Pharaoh and Zarah of Thamah, and Pharaoh begot Ezram, and Ezram begot Aram, and Aram begot Amenadab, and Amenadab begot Naasson, and Naasson begot Salmon, and Salmon begot Boaz of Rahab, and Boaz begot Obed of Ruth, and Obed begot Jesse, and Jesse begot David the king. And David the king begot Solomon of her that had been the wife of Urias. And Solomon begot Roboam, and Roboam begot Abiah, and Abiah begot Asa, and Asa begot Jehoshaphat, and Jehoshaphat begot Joram, and Joram begot Ozias, and Ozias begot uh, Joatham, and Joatham begot Achaz, and Achaz begot Ezekias, and Ezekias begot 
Manassas, and Manassas begot Amon, and Amon begot Josias, and Josias begot Jeconias and his brethren about the time they were carried away to Babylon. And after they were brought to Babylon, Jeconias begot Salathiel, and Salathiel begot Zerubbabel, and Zerubbabel begot Abiud, and Abiud begot Eliakim, and Eliakim begot Azor, and Azor begot Sadak, and Sadak begot Achim, and Achim begot Eliud, and Eliud begot Eleazar, and Eleazar begot Mathen, and Mathen begot Jacob, and Jacob begot Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. Now folks, that's amazing. So all of the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations. And from David until the carrying away into Babylon are 14 generations. And from the carrying away into Babylon unto Christ are 14 generations. 7 plus 7 equals 14. So dear friends, I just read in your hearing Matthew chapter 1 verses 1 through 17 once again. Now here is the sense of it, here is the understanding of it, if you will, with the help of the Holy Ghost, and again with the BKC, the Bible Knowledge Commentary. Matthew obviously did not list every individual in the genealogy between Abraham and David between David and the exile, and between the exile and Jesus. Instead, he listed only 14 generations in each of these time periods. Jewish reckoning did not require every name in order to satisfy a genealogy. But why did Matthew select 14 names in each period? Perhaps the best solution is that the name David in Hebrew numerology added up to 14. It should be noted that in the period from the exile to the birth of Jesus, 13 new names appeared. Many scholars feel that Jeconiah, though repeated from verse 11, provides the 14th name in this final period. Matthew's genealogy answered the important question a Jew would rightfully ask about one who claimed to be king of the Jews. Is he a descendant of David through the rightful line of succession? Matthew answered yes. Matthew answered yes. Allow me to, uh, to read that last statement again. I want you to get that before we move on. Is he a descendant of King David through the rightful line of succession? Matthew points out the answer is yes. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for uh, your Holy Word and the study of your Holy Word and we thank you for gifted teachers 
uh, gifted explainers of your holy word who uh, some believe sit in ivory towers, but uh, they do a great job in those ivory towers to help us to understand your holy word better, line upon line, here a little, there a little. And we give you the glory, the praise, and the honor for that. In Jesus Christ's name, I do pray and forsake. Amen. Now, dear friend, thank you for listening to the White House family reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, here's how you can be saved from hell and walk with the Lord throughout this life and in the life to come. In that wonderful place called heaven, First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law. The Holy Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty for sin. The Holy Bible states in Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death. Third, dear friend, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell right now as I speak. Jesus Christ said in Matthew 18, 8, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee, it is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Bible states in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now, dear friend, that is all very bad news. But here's the good news. I have some good news for you. It is called the gospel. Gospel means good news. Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So just believe in your heart, my dear friend, in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ paid your sin debt, that you owe God. Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins as the sacrificial Passover lamb of God for the sins of the whole world. Jesus Christ went through hell and went to hell for you so that you would not have to go to hell. 
he was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God for you and for me and for everybody so that we can live eternally with him in heaven. He did it for you and me. He did it for us. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul and he will save you. Romans 10, 9, and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what, you ask? Saved from hell. Saved to what, you ask? Saved to heaven to be with God and to be with Jesus Christ and to be with the angels and the saints of God forever. My dear friend, if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead uh, by the power of God, trust in him today. Believe in the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ today and uh, in your heart. And please pray with me this simple prayer called the Sinner's Prayer, which should be a reflection of your heart, of what you want to say to God since you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner and I have done some bad things in my life in your sight. I am sorry for my sins and today I believe in you, Lord Jesus Christ. Holy Father God, for Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon me and please forgive me of all of my sins. Please forgive me of all of my failures and my faults. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried, and rose from the dead by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and save my soul from the hell that I deserve and save my soul to the heaven that I don't deserve. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to truly repent of my sins and to turn from my evil ways and to follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus. For it is in your holy name I do pray, amen. Now, dear friend, if you believed in your heart, in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. 
For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a proper request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good is my prayer.